0: Action. The podcast where two best friends talk about getting action. Movies. <laughs> this week we watched the movie The Transporter with Jason Statham. Not just
1: with Jason Statham, but with a baby Jason Statham. Oh, yes.
0: <laughs> Still remarkably hot at any age. Yeah. <laughs> um, before we get into our weeks, like overall thoughts, you liked it, you hated it. How'd you feel?
1: I thought I went on a journey with this movie. Yeah. Going into it, I thought I was going to hate it. Mm-hmm. Then we had the teaser, and I thought, this is great. I'm going to love this. And then we had certain plot points, and I was like, I don't love this. And then they kind of fixed themselves, and they thought, I guess. And then it got kind of boring, and yeah. then I finished. <laughs> <laughs> that was my journey. So it's like, it's, it's fine. There's some parts that I will happily talk about and tell you why I didn't like them. Mm-hmm. There's some parts where I was like, this is actually really cool, and I can see how it influenced or borrowed from it. Yeah. Um... But overall, it was kind of boring. Yeah, for an action film. How would you feel?
0: Um, oh, similarly, I kind of went on a journey with it, where I went from enjoying it a lot to being confused by it. Oh, I was
1: so confused. <laughs>
0: <Parts>. <laughs> and we'll get into why, but like I thought, parts of it were really confusing. Parts of it were very slow. Um, like I like you mentioned, parts of it are clearly very influential. So I think. When this came out, it makes a lot of sense that it made a big splash and it was like an important action movie because I can see its influence in other movies we've liked. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think parts of it were funny, but overall is, yeah, meh. I, I didn't love it and I really wanted to love it. I I just you know it was fine. Yeah,
1: that's that's basically how I feel. I didn't love it and I wanted to. Yeah. I did love seeing Jason Statham without his shirt on. Oh my God, I know. <laughs> so many parts I was like,
0: "Wow!" Well, and the bad guys are like, "Let me take, like, rip off your shirt." Oh, <laughs> like, okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. He's oh. like choking guys out with his shirt.
1: <laughs> that scene. There's a scene with a uh, oil in the garage, and like everybody's covered oh, just- blood. <laughs> They're basically skating on They're oil. Just, like slip, a uh, slip and slide. On oil. It's like a wet T-shirt contest, but <laughs> for women. I mean, except for the fact that they're, like, beating each other to death, but... Oh, barely. They're just slip-sliding in. It was huh. a silly time. Everyone's shirtless. <laughs> um, yeah, so... Uh,
0: but before we get into it, how has your week been? How are you doing? Let's check in.
1: Yes, well, uh, I am finally recovered from a, a very fun park day. It was the yes. first warm day of the year of my life. <laughs> <laughs> It does feel like that, right? Like, it
0: does feel like we've never once had a nice day. I know. But it was a beautiful day on Saturday. And so Rin and I and our friend Lindsay all met up in the park with a couple other friends, too. And we just had a fabulous day and played games and
1: ate, like, snacks and just hung out all day. It was great fun. Yeah. Other than that, I... Sort of feel like I'm I'm back in this routine of, like, pitching forward into the week and then waking up on Friday and being like, oh, thank God. Mm. And then sort of resting on weekends and then, like, oh staring the barrel of Monday down. That's tough. <laughs> uh, so I'm going away next week with very limited cell phone coverage, and I am so excited. <laughs> yes. Oh, my gosh. When you were
0: just saying that, though, maybe think of, like, the opening sequence of Nobody. Do you feel like that's how your life is right now? Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Yes, yes, it is. Monday, Tuesday. Yeah, it sure is.
1: Yeah. Um, And I feel like a lot of times on this podcast, I complain about uh, my life. (laughs) I'm very grateful for my life and and the work and everything, but I'm just tired. So that's how I'm feeling.
0: (laughs) What is talking with your best friend of not complaining? Right. It's it's a a great tradition. I love to complain. Um. (laughs) How's your week been? It's been really good. Um, I have a little bit of time off right now between shows. And so I'm trying to make the most of it by like making my doctor's appointments and doing stuff like buying a mattress. That's pretty exciting. became dire this week. It became absolutely dire. Um, Like Rin mentioned, we did this really fun park day, which ended in fabulous fashion. We got... Mexican food and we went back to my apartment and we watched The Parent Trap uh, with Lindsay Lohan and that was so fun. I love
1: that movie. It does not hold up. <laughs> well there's a massive plot hole. Right right in that sense I mean it just <laughs> you can't remake it ever again but I love that movie so much. It's such a fun movie and it, it holds up in terms of its like charm. Yes. So the um, massive
0: plot hole of course is that that two parents in a divorce would agree to each take one of the twins and let them never meet each other oh, no. and never see the other child. And that they would get back together at the end of this. Oh, yes. And that, they, yeah, they would reconcile their marriage. Yeah. Uh, but it was really, really fun. And then I woke up the next morning feeling like I had fought like an Avenger or Thanos or something. Like every part of my body hurt. And not because of like the fun time we had, but because my mattress is so is degraded into nothing. Uh, Because I've had it for too long. I've had it for 12 years. Do you think that sleeping on your couch would be better? At this point, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But I went out today and I bought a new mattress, like a big old grown-up, and uh, spent a lot of money on it, like a big (laughs) grown-up. But I'm very excited, and they're going to come do it all for me and, like, pack up
1: Old one and bring in the new one very soon. So that's I'm the r- mark grateful. of like feeling like a real grown up is when yeah. you can hire somebody to not lug your mattress up the flights of stairs or exactly know, through narrow hallways, but have somebody do it for you. Yeah. Um. For all you Emily fans out there, Emily got a very cute haircut. Oh
0: yes, that was the other news. I took Emily to get her hair done, which is like a full day experience. <laughs> <laughs> Always takes like four hours. But she looks beautiful. She does. We'll post a picture. She
1: looks like a little lamb. Mm -hmm. So shall we get into the movie, The Transporter? Yeah. Let's do it. Okay. So it opens. I loved the teaser. The teaser was fantastic.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: It opens with this heist. And Statham is like sitting in his his car. And he's, uh, he's like fiddling with all the things, getting ready. He seems like a man who is... Like, in control, calm, cool, collected. Yeah. He's wearing a fancy suit. Yeah. there was something else. He wore his fancy suit the entire time. Almost. Until he didn't. Until he didn't. <laughs> <That's> right. <laughs> um, but, yeah. He's, like, in a suit.
0: Like, he's the getaway driver for all intents and purposes. But he also seems like like a prof- Like, he's obviously the star of the show. He's, like, a constant professional, too. Yeah.
1: He's a man who lives by the code. His own code. Yes, that's right. He has some rules for himself. He does. Rule number one is the deal is the deal. (laughs) Basically, once the terms of the deal are made, you can't go back on those terms. Rule number two is we don't talk about names. And rule number three is you don't open the package. Yes. So once the bank... And we, we see this happen. like The bank robbers rush out. And they're like, okay, let's go. And Statham basically holds them there very calmly, explains to oh, them yeah. that they have broken his rule and he can't <laughs> do anything. And also they can't kill him and take the car because it's got a special code. And Yeah, so, and it won't
0: start without his code. Right.
1: But they have four bank robbers instead of three. Yes, and they're all panicked. And you can see cops are
0: starting to surround the car. <laughs> yep. And Jason Statham is just like cool as a cucumber, just like chill, like, okay, you broke the deal. Um, I only have enough gas and time to get three of you guys to where you need to go. Not four. So,
1: is what it is. (laughs) Your move. And they do make a move. They shoot one of their crew, uh, leave him for dead. Mm -hmm. Push him out of the car, and then they drive off. Yeah, and then there's this very cool action scene where Statham shows off his driving skills and yeah. there's this cool thing with like the license plate switching. <laughs> I loved it. I loved
0: it. Yeah, it's it's a little bit James Bondy. It's like mm-hmm. he's cool and he's got this British accent. You don't quite know where he is either. And turns out later we figure out he's in France. Yeah, the south of France, I think. Yeah, it was so beautiful too. Um but yeah, he's just like a cool guy who's like a criminal, but he's
1: very professional. The mm-hmm. most
0: professional at it.
1: Yeah. It was also really funny. There were moments in this opening yeah. where I was laughing and I was like, "Oh, this is going to be great."
0: Yeah, it is funny.
1: And he also does get paid, which I thought was pretty impressive. <laughs> he actually does. He
0: does make some money and then he uh, he jumps his car like onto a tow truck. He does some cool moves.
1: Yeah, in terms of filming, like you said earlier, I could see how this would really influence a lot of other movies. Yeah. Absolutely. And then after that, the movie keeps going, but it's pretty soon after that, it sort of starts to get a little lost, I think. Mm-hmm.
0: The next thing we're introduced to is uh, the cop, his cop friend. Oh, right. Who I
1: really enjoyed. I did too. I loved He he, he, said, um, he said, the way a man treats his car is how he treats himself.
0: <laughs> right. Because you have the cop clearly has a relationship with Statham's character where He does this all the time. You know, there's some kind of crime. He goes over to ask Statham, what's your alibi? He has a great alibi. The cop rolls his eyes and knows, okay, this guy actually drove the getaway car. But he's not the big criminal, so the cop has no reason to really go after him. But they have a cute back and forth. Right.
1: Plus, I think he enjoys his relationship with Statham, and he doesn't want to, like, spoil that over a few bank robberies.
0: (laughs) This It's also established here, Uh, Statham says, I'm ex-military. And the cop goes, I'm ex- little boy. <laughs> <laughs> right. But you know, it's established he's like a professional driver.
1: He wears a suit to drive, like he's wearing a suit to his job.
0: Right. It's just yeah, he's great. Yeah. And then um then we get into the second job that he's taking on. So I was writing down like you know, the first job established like how he does his thing. He's good at his job. These are his rules. This is what's important to him. And then the second job shows what happens when he has to break his rules.
1: Yeah, I always really appreciate a good teaser that establishes, like, the characters' strengths or, like, their superpowers, mm-hmm. basically. It's one of the things we saw in Bad Boys. Obviously, other movies use it for the heists yeah, to be pulled off correctly. But I think it's such a good chance to, to really showcase characters.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, to set the world up, you know, what's important to them. And, like, yeah, better movies do it in expedient ways without telling you and just showing you. Mm -hmm. And this is one of those. It does just sort of show you that he's good at his job. Here's his whole deal. And then it lets us into the second job, which is going to break down all those rules and see him in crisis. Um, So he starts on the second job, picks up the cargo, makes the terms of the deal, all good. And then he even builds into the the deal that he's going to stop for refreshments at one point.
1: Right. I did. I, I feel like this movie is sort of a masterclass in uh, contract negotiation. <laughs> like during the bank robbery, he's like, No, you broke the terms of our contract. He stays very cal- calm and collected. And in the second deal, he works in the things he needs to get the job done.
0: Right. Yeah, absolutely. And so he ends up getting a flat tire, which I thought the bad guys may have slashed his tire oh but then then that it, wouldn't would make make, sense. it wouldn't make sense later because they didn't really want him in the trunk of the car right but i i had a feeling it was something like that
1: is that before or after he stops for refreshments it's before that's oh, when right. he first that's when he
0: realizes there's a person in the truck there's, yeah the bad and he ignores everything. it yeah he does he just uh, shoves actually this is very funny shoves the the human person in a bag aside to get the spare tire yeah and just completely ignores it then he gets his refreshment that's when he also gets a second drink and decides he's going to give it to the person in the car so he's starting to break his own rules right because he opens the opens the package Yep, it's interesting i and i wrote down why would he decide to like let this woman out for a minute to get rid of the juice he's breaking his own rules yeah why do you think he would do that when that is his rule and he knows there's a human in there already like what what changed it that day I
1: don't know. I was trying to... So there's a lot in the movie where I, I'm not sure exactly why things happen or where it's like very flimsy a thread to go on for me. I think maybe because ultimately he is a good guy or he's meant mm-hmm. to be. And maybe this is... I don't know if this is his first time transporting cargo, like human cargo. Maybe he...
0: Yeah, because maybe like... It would make sense to me if this happened to be the first time it was a person in this car that he noticed. yeah. And he's just, like, trying to be a good guy. But he really wasn't surprised when he saw the the, the moving bag.
1: No. I wonder also if he had, if, like, so if he's transported humans before. if He's trafficked humans before, basically. If he has broken his own rules. And, mm-hmm. like, this is just kind of part of the thing where he'll give them water or whatever. And then he goes along his merry way. But it feels like this is the first time. It does he's... feel like the
0: first time he's breaking his own rules. Because he talks about it right. later being, like, I should never have opened the bag. That's why I have that rule.
1: Actually I wonder if it's because he's never gone a flat before
0: not like he's never gone to flat oh, before Oh and that's
1: because he normally wouldn't even interact with the package Yeah and he did interact he saw it moving he couldn't ignore the fact that it was actually a human mm-hmm. whereas before he could just really c- com- com- re- he could just really like compartmentalize totally yeah,
0: I think that would make sense. But basically, he, this, he lets a stunning woman out. She's so beautiful. She's so beautiful. So pretty. Anyway, she's like, oh, I have to pee. And so he lets her out. Eventually, after she's like kicking and kicking and kicking. And of course, she runs off.
1: Yeah, obviously. Why wouldn't she?
0: It was actually pretty funny the way he caught her and he grabbed her and he put her over his shoulders. And then there's two cops there. Right.
1: Well, because he's, he's like got her on a rope yeah. off the side of a busy highway. And I wrote down like... Is the road really that isolated? Surely somebody's gonna see him like hauling this woman out of the trunk. You know, she's got duct tape over her mouth, and now he's she's she's on a rope with it like around her neck. <laughs> right, but of course she like she takes the rope off, runs away. Oh yeah, I thought it was actually very funny.
0: Yeah, where he catches her, he brings her back over his shoulders, like like kidnapped once again. And then there's two cops like walking up to him. He's right. caught, and he was like it was just funny. Um, and then we find out later what happened to those cops. He put them in the
1: trunk too. Yes, he did. (laughs) What did you think about our, our secondary villain or was he our primary villain? Because we're then we're introduced to the guy who has like hired him to bring lie to him. Yeah. I think he's the villain. Yeah. What did you think of him?
0: I thought he was scary um kind of nondescript yeah what did you
1: think I thought he was dangerous I also thought he was a dummy yeah he's kind of like a dangerous dummy um I didn't really believe he was running the show well and you
0: realize later why this girl's actually not in danger yes um but in this moment I, I didn't fear for her life as much as I maybe should have um to you know to believe this guy was as scary as you're supposed to believe.
1: And yeah. It sort of made me long for too vast Two furious villain. Oh yeah, he was, was scary. Very
0: scary. But yeah, so he basically drops uh this woman off, says, All right, bye, and then he puts a bomb in this car too. Yeah. And so Statham happens to just be out, like, at a, a, uh, a rest stop. He's
1: doing his normal, like, rest stop run. Yeah. He's, he's built getting that a in. soda. <laughs> also, I didn't know they had straws in vending machines in France. Did I don't you know. catch that? Maybe you got one from inside. No, but, like, in in the vending machine, there's, like, a little section where you take out the straw. No, I didn't know that. Oh. It looked very cool.
0: <laughs> but, yeah, so, basically, the car gets blown up with these two cops now now there's two dead cops now they're definitely dead yes um and I, I actually thought this next sequence was very fun too where the next thing we see we you know we establish that that woman is being like held and tied up um we see our villain playing like a card game with some other villains or like his like henchmen and then the first thing is like Jason like knocks on the door and they look through people and, like, that? and he smashes in the door <laughs>
1: beats them all up kills everyone he can I, there's a great scene with hatchets
0: Yeah, where all these men have
1: these hatchets and um, Statham basically takes them all down. Yeah. <laughs>
0: um, and then
1: uh, basically he
0: gets away in a different escape car. And this time the woman has uh, stowed away in this car as well. Yes.
1: Now we get to the part of the movie where I found it not charming.
0: Oh, okay. Like the sex stuff?
1: Yeah. Oh,
0: tell me what you think, because I liked the, the sex scene.
1: I just thought, I mean, from the get-go, he's just really like, stop talking. I need it quiet. And she's like, okay, I've said two words, basically. <laughs> and I just did not find that charming. I thought well, it was Well, that part was a little rude.
0: Yeah. Um. But yeah, basically, I wrote, you know, he's not a bad guy. Basically, instead of like, we try, he does try and kick her out of the street. He's like, I'm not taking you home with me, like Sand Street. But then he circles back and takes her home. He feeds her ramen. He like takes care of her. Uh, she spends the night, and then he makes him. She makes him madeleines for breakfast, which is he had a Madeline tin.
1: Yeah, see, I had a very different read on this scene. I was like, why? I mean, it's answered later about why she doesn't leave, but I was like, why aren't you leaving? You have your freedom. This guy's like, I don't care if you live or die. Oh, right. Well, she has an agenda.
0: Right, but I didn't know. I didn't know that during the scene. So (laughs) I was just like, why would she make him Madeline? Well, that's the thing. It's also so elaborate. Why would he have a Madeline tin? Why would she make him coffee and tea and decide, Like, like, Find out later to curry his favor, right? Yes, that she has an agenda, but um, but he's not a bad guy in this. I mean, the sex doesn't come till way later, actually.
1: No, it's just he's he's just being really rude.
0: I didn't mind him being a little bit rude. He made he still made her dinner, he's letting her stay with him. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think he's a little bit annoyed at like he didn't intend to have this woman living with him, right? And now she's like imposed herself in his life, and he's probably gonna have to deal with whoever's looking for her as well as the cops.
1: Who, he, who are now dead. Right. I mean, he didn't... It's not like... The th- thing is also... Like, he didn't go there to, like, stop this woman from being trafficked. He went there because people blew up his car. Well, he didn't know about the trafficking at all yet. No, that hasn't been established yet. This woman was in a bag in the back of her, his oh, car. Oh, no, I met the others. Right, yeah. right. But I mean, like, even just this one woman. Right. So... If he was going to, you know, obviously they blew up his car. I would also think that he'd be like, you know what? And I'm going to take this, this, and he does take her eventually. He does take her in. Yeah. But this is his
0: job. His job is not to keep, his job is not to like save anybody from the crimes that he is assisting with. Yeah. Yeah. I guess so. I'd be very against his rules. <laughs> but in any case, the, his cop friend comes by again <laughs> and he's like, Hey, did you, you know, you remember your car? Um, well, it, w- it was blown up. And he's like, oh, it was stolen. Yeah, well, it was blown up and there's two dead cops in it. So what do you know about that? And uh, and this woman,
1: too, is like,
0: oh, you know, we were together. And he's just
1: helping him with the cover story. Because they have to hide the the fact that the car is, like, all busted up. His car, new car.
0: Yeah, they agree to go get questioned. Oh, I also read the villain looks like Joshua Jackson from Dawson's Creek. Oh,
1: I could see that, Yeah.
0: So then things get kind of crazy. Uh, The cop goes away and they're like, okay, yeah, we'll come to the station. We'll talk to you about it. It's fine. And the cop is like, "Statham, like, really? I know you're full of shit about your car getting stolen. There's two dead cops. You really need to have a better story for me, like the truth. Statham's like, okay. The cop drives away and then a missile gets launched into the house.
1: Yes, yeah, a missile literally gets launched into the house.
0: Yeah, that's why I'm okay with the sex things that happens after all this other shit. Right, right. They become bonded through tra- through this
1: traumatic experience. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And I save see each that. other's
0: lives, and it's not transactional at that point.
1: Right. Yes. I mean, I shouldn't ask like where they got these weapons from. They're like evil villains trafficking people. I'm sure they have access to these missile launchers. <laughs> it was wild, though. But honestly, also, do you think they could have had respect for that chateau? It was such a beautiful house. You know that in France it's not like, oh, this is the farmhouse chic, in you know, 2015. You know, that's like centuries old. It's beautiful. They really could have... I mean, perfect scenario. <laughs> if I were the villain, I would have been like, I want Statham and this lady dead. You need to go in, take them out, mm dispose of them elsewhere, then sign over the deed for this (laughs) villa to me so I can move into this house on the water.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It is tricky. It has a great location.
1: Yeah. I mean, house preservation, especially in Europe, is a really big deal. And who knows (laughs) the history that they're letting go to waste? (laughs) That's a great point. That's a really good point. I
0: mean, you could probably also kill them by, like, what they, like, rolled in, like, a toxic gas that would, like, make them pass out. And then they like take their bodies out because Statham's gonna fight. Like you can't oh, just sure. try and take him out. What about of like course. a tranquilizer? Did you do that? He would probably catch it in his hand and throw it back at you, and then you'd That's be tranquilized. True. Anyway, there's an assault on the house. The house gets destroyed. A really rockets and craziness and like missiles get launched at it. They really, really destroy it top to bottom. There's bullets everywhere. Do you think maybe they wanted to like build on top of it?
1: And that was also part of the
0: plan. <laughs> no. <laughs> I think they just wanted to have, like, no doubt they'd killed them. Of course, yeah. there's doubt because, of course... And then they would house flip that land. Sure. There you go. Then they build on it. Yeah. Yeah, but you're right. There, there's no doubt. They wanted to have no doubt, but there is doubt. Statham and the woman escape through uh, a hole in his basement that leads to
1: the ocean. Yeah, they've got scuba stuff. He's got, stuff. Scuba, he's
0: got t- two sets of scuba gear ready to go. And he swims out and uh and they go to some other house i, I didn't i didn't understand the other house though. i didn't
1: either do did we think that belonged to him or did he just
0: break it i in? think it must have belonged to him okay And he was being coy about it but why it's so just he is him rich i think he's rich from all these like crimes that he mm-hmm. does but yeah i don't know why he was being coy bad or he did just break into someone else's house I thought he broke into somebody else's It could be that, too. Either way, we don't have any resolution on that because no one comes home and it's like, why are you in my house? Right. Oh, I also wrote, good thing they can both scuba dive. Right. I I wouldn't know know what to do.
1: Yeah. This is another one of those moments that, like, in that situation, I would have been like, oh. Well, this is one of those moments where I'm like, oh, no, now I have to get my scuba diving license in case I'm ever in a situation where I have to escape out of a house that has a secret hole in the basement.
0: Exactly. I would be like, what? which part to put in my mouth? I don't know what the water gets... Like, I don't know anything about
1: it. Have you ever been snorkeling? No. Okay. I'd like to. Yeah. Well, it's not that hard. I think you could figure it out. I don't know. What if I can't? I guess... Uh, I guess... And I'm breathing a lot of water. You're not leaving with Statham then, are you?
0: No. <laughs> so, yeah. They get to this house and she kisses him. And they're, like, taking off their, their wet, wet clothes. And she kisses him and she says, uh, making up for the trouble. And he's like, you don't need to do that. I was like, that's not necessary. And then she's like, yeah, but like, I want to. And then they they have sex and it's really hot.
1: (laughs) What did you think about that? I was good with it at that point. I feel like it was really earned. Yeah, I think that makes sense. I was still just really irritated with how gruff he was and how rude. And I didn't understand why she was still there. Like it hadn't been, I didn't understand that she had an agenda. To me, the movie was like, she's just fallen in love with him. Well, but he looks
0: like that, and he saved you from an exploding, burning house and scuba stuff. Would you not
1: consider? Well, he didn't seem to be And you're taking off your, like... He was was very into her once she kissed him again. Right, once she kissed him again. So I guess points for consent to stay with him. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I think my main motivation, if I were in that situation, would be to say... Thank you. I'm going to split now. And I also understand now looking back at it, like why you would want to stay with him. I'm saying in that moment of watching it, I just wanted her to, to hide and like leave. It was a beautiful house, too, really. I mean, oh, if you're going to like drop all your clothes, all your wet clothes, and like stalk very sexily towards Statham, state, them, it might might as well be in that house.
0: You look like a good kisser, too.
1: Yeah. Um. Okay. So then they show up to the police station.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I thought that was cute, too. Yeah. That was a very fun, like, um, now we're a team scene.
0: Yeah, and now we're a team. The cop walks away and she's a hacker all of a sudden. Yeah, that was
1: very quick. <laughs> I was
0: like, you
1: need a password. Do you just know the password? Yeah, she's like, you need a password. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's how it works. That was a big plot hole too. Yes. So she gets in there, she sees the bad guy, she's like, prints out a picture of him. I know. <laughs> I just don't think you could do it like that in today's modern age well definitely not but probably not even then either you need a password
0: <laughs> uh, but yeah um, you know, the cop is like okay like, get out of here you know the cop is so nice then he gives him money for a taxi I know well and they also do his job for him he that's, basically is that's like true. I knew this would happen thank you <laughs> right he clicks on his computer and there's the bad guy right there's um, Joshua Jackson this is right where we get the reveal with Lai.
1: Oh, I, I really
0: liked this moment. Yeah. Yeah. But what, what I loved about it too is that Statham says, okay, cool. Goodbye forever. Or like, like we're done with us. So basically we're done we,
1: hunting this villain. We understand. Lai says, I want to go after this yes. villain. You're going to come with me. Right. And Statham says, absolutely not. Yeah. We're done. No,
0: we're done. He thinks we're dead. That's great. Let's go live our lives. Mm-hmm. I love that moment because like almost never, ever happens. That kind of thing never happens because it, it stops the movie. But it's so logical for him. And it makes perfect sense for his character to be like, no, we got what we wanted. We got paid. We survived. He thinks we're dead. Let's just not make any more trouble. And she's like, actually, I've been lying
1: to you. And I have an agenda. Yes. And that's where I went, oh, okay, this makes a lot more sense. Yes. We're going to take a quick break, and then we'll be back with more Transporter.
0: And we're back. We're at this pivotal moment where uh, we find out that Lai's been lying to uh, Jason Statham. Do you want to explain sort of
1: her her lie? Yes. So she, as we just recapped, wants him to go with her, and she explains that the villain is transporting people. His cargo is uh, these cargo ships full of 400 people, which include her father and her sisters.
0: Yes, to be
1: uh, to be trafficked as slaves. And she says, when I saw your picture, like you were in the military and I saw your picture as a young boy, I just knew that you wanted to help people. And is <laughs> basically like, yeah, no, those days are behind me. Statham's like, not really.
0: Yeah, She explains this human trafficking situation. So there's 400 people. Statham is very reluctant to help. Yeah, he wants to be done. Yeah, he's ready to walk away from this and just get a new house. Mm-hmm. Um, and try and, you know, not get arrested for the murder of these cops. <laughs>
1: right. Um, but he agrees. Is
0: that ha- what happens next? Yeah. He
1: he basically, she makes a really good point. I don't exactly remember what she says to, to solidify it. But they're off to go confront the villain. That's right. And that's when we get
0: another twist. And this is the one that confused me. Mm-hmm. This is where I was like, what's happening? I'm not with this 100%. Yeah. So
1: they they go up to the villain's office. because apparently all... Villain's work in corporate offices. Villain goes to his work and the secretary is like, you've got a meeting. Should I, you know, stop all calls for the next hour? And he goes in and it's Lie and Statham. Mm-hmm. And they point a gun at his head and start looking for the files. And that's when the twist comes. Right.
0: That's when uh, an Asian man walks in with his henchmen and it's Lie's dad. Surprise. He's not on the cargo ship. And he's also like some kind of like, Asian mobster. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was really confused by that. I was like, why? Well, well, let me just ask you. Let's stop there. Why do you think Lai lied about
1: that? I don't know why she ended up in a bag in the villains, on um, enrich route the villains either. Did she want to be? Did she pay the guy? Um, all right. To answer your question first,
0: I feel like maybe she, her dad knew that she was trying to stop this human trafficking thing. And so he had her kidnapped to stop her from stopping the ship coming mm, mm-hmm. or to like get her off the the chessboard and in interrupting his plans. So that's why he had her kidnapped, but not killed mm-hmm. uh, because
1: they did say at one point, like don't hurt her. So to answer your question, I think she lied because her, she thought maybe Statham would have, suspected her more of something if she said like my dad's a mobster and i really just want to oh yeah stop it i think she thought her story would be more plausible or like like would be a better call to action if it was her family in there
0: what if she had just said my sister and my mom are in there yeah she probably should have but then it wouldn't have been a big surprise like here is your dad right because when when uh when they do rescue them a little kid comes out and she grabs it and i assume that was her sister Oh, no, I think that was just a little I think it was all a
1: lie. I think that was all a lie. Oh. I think she is this very, very rich child who has been raised in her father's mafia. And she saw what was happening. I think she's the only child. I don't think she has any siblings. I see. And then you agree with my theory that they had her kidnapped to keep her
0: away from interrupting this crime because she was on the other side.
1: That makes sense. I also think the father might have been like, yeah, if she dies, she dies. Try not to kill her.
0: I think he's just trying to get her out of the... The picture yeah,
1: that makes sense
0: from interrupting this
1: this thing, mm-hmm. from finding her own statham to stop it. This business deal, yeah. Uh, dad was scary, yeah. Her dad, yeah, he was a great villain too. Yeah, tell me about that. He was just the perfect mix of like very calm and collected, but also unpredictable, where it felt like he could really do anything. And yeah, there would be no, I mean, he's trafficking people,
0: yeah. It was much scarier than the other guy all of a sudden,
1: yeah. The, the other villain. Yeah, the stick suddenly just, you understood the power play right. there. Like, this was his boss.
0: Yeah, totally. So then the cops arrest uh, Statham. Right, and then the inspector shows up. Oh, right, because, uh, yeah, because the mob boss is like, he, he beat us all up. And he kidnapped my daughter. Yeah. <laughs> um. So the cop takes him, and then, um, what was this parallel to? I saw something very recently that was just like this. We both did. Was it
1: nobody? It was like... No, it was like a cop. Oh, I know, I know. It was the 355 where the FBI guy is like, I'm not going to tell you to go after Sebastian Stan, but if you do... is it that? Like, yes, and... Basically, while Rebecca thinks of that, I'll just explain. The inspector and Statham have a heart-to-heart in this jail cell. Jail cell where... The inspector explains to Statham, he basically like reiterates what he said earlier, which is, I know you're lying. You're going to have to tell me the truth. And of all the people, you should tell me the truth. And so Statham tells him the truth. And then the inspector is like, wow, it'd be a shame if I could get, it'd be a shame if somebody let you out of here to go do the thing that cops can't do in less time. Batman. <laughs> Wait, when? When is it This is what
0: happened in Batman. This is what happened in the new Batman that we did not like at all. So this very similar scene, which clearly was stolen from this movie now. Um, In Batman, remember, Uh, everyone arrests the Batman, and it's just Gordon and Batman in this interrogation room. And Gordon's like, Batman, I want to let you go. right. But you got to beat me up first. You got to make it look real bad. And then Batman does the exact same thing that Statham does in here.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yes. Okay. Well solved.
0: It was Batman. Um, yeah, basically uh, he tells the cop um, everything. the cop lets him escape but but makes it look like uh, Statham is you know holding a gun to his head, helps him get onto a boat
1: and get out of there. yeah. and then then from there we go into a series of fight action sequences that are really, really interesting. Mm. I think this is where the movie started picking up for me again. Um, notably where we get to the shipping container yard. Yeah. And I don't know if this movie was, I don't think this movie was the first to do like a fight in a shipping container, <laughs> but it certainly feels really, um, certainly feels like it where like all these very cool shots of them running between the shipping containers. Yeah. I mean, we saw that in Hannah too,
0: mm-hmm.
1: a similar thing. Oh yeah, Absolutely.
0: Um, this is also where Statham loses his shirt for a while. Yes, he does. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he like strangles some guys with his shirt. Mm-hmm. Um, went,
1: Who needs a shirt, right? As I said, no, James a couple months ago, James was watching this Norwegian show about like the gods in modern times. Again, I think it's from Norway. But there's this one character. Who, anytime he fights, he has to take off his shirt, <laughs> and it's not even like I don't want to get blood on my shirt. It's just like I'm about to, we're about to fight, so my shirt is coming off. Is it a joke within the show? No. Oh, that's, that's the funny. Problem, oh, But it no. reads as a joke. I mean, I would laugh. <laughs> yeah, we did. Oh, that's funny. I just and every time you like the first time you're like, okay, that's a little weird, yeah. and then the second time you're like, really, and by the third time it's just like, what. Did, what is happening here <laughs> why are you taking off your shirt it's another white button up shirt that you have like five thousand of weird but in the shirt does he like rip open the shirt he just carefully unbuttons it just like very carefully unbuttons it weird <laughs> it's so funny so, so funny. now anytime i see somebody in a fight scene with a white shirt on i just think of that show is he like fastidious and he doesn't want to get it dirty
0: that is what i said that's like a thought? character thing that's it's like a- he is ocd and he can't get
1: it dirty or does he just like want to take off his shirt I think he just wanted to take off his shirt. (laughs) I mean, that's what I would have made it of, like... Yeah. Let's state that this character... Or this character just really doesn't want to get his shirt dirty. Yeah. You know? Anyway.
0: Weird. Um, But this brought us to uh, a great bus scene, just like in Nobody. Yes, I wrote that, that down, too. Bus scene! Yeah, a fantastic bus scene. Where Satan takes out a ton of guys on the bus very creatively. It was like, yeah, like you can see where Nobody was inspired by that scene too. No, I think nobody did some even more creative move than the bus. Um updated it, which yeah. is
1: exciting too. Yeah, that was really interesting to see these two similar bus scenes like kind of almost back to back. I mean mm-hmm. there have been a couple of movies in between this and nobody, but it's very very clearly acted as yeah, reference. Yeah. Very cool. And then we get into this oil blood oil and blood uh <laughs> this um garage scene with lots of Oil. So he's in
0: a bus depot.
1: Right. Um, and it seems like there's
0: gasoline just hanging out in, like, empty troughs. <laughs> and the first one, like, ew, it's tar. Yeah. I thought it was, like, sticky tar, but it's, it seems like it's just gasoline or, like, motor oil. Um, and they have, like, a big slip and
1: slide. Fight. They really did. And at one point, Statham, like, takes the um, the pedals off a bike so he can oh, yeah. stand on it better. While all the other guys are slipping and sliding. Yeah,
0: the um, like the uh, the the grip part of a yeah, the foot pedal
1: or the foot foot baskets.
0: Yeah. So that he can walk in the in the slime. (laughs) Everyone else is slip sliding. Had some great high kicks.
1: Yeah, that was very funny. And then we have this moment after that where I wrote in all caps: Statham jumps into the water. Oh, this part, yeah. (laughs) And he has, like, a dead body ahead of, like, floating on top of him. And so when they shoot the water, they're actually shooting well, the body. Uh, it's the guy
0: with the mustache who he's been fighting. Oh, with right. The facial yeah. hair. Yeah. He's been going up against the henchmen. Joshua Jackson or? No, no. It's his henchman with the weird right. facial hair. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. He who, who who was just fighting.
1: Yeah. In the bus depot.
0: Yeah. So they both fall into the water. Uh, they're shooting into the water. And so he's using their body as a human shield
1: they finally stop shooting. They set the water on fire. And then <laughs> they do this move that also, I think we saw in Born, Ident- Born Identity. And you can't do this. Oh, no, no, it was a it, Tom Cruise. It was Mission Impossible, one yeah, of them. it's stupid, stupid,
0: stupid, but funny. Because basically he kisses the man. <laughs> he takes the whatever remaining oxygen from his mouth, which if you're dying, your mouth's probably going to be open at some point. Right, there's no oxygen you're left gonna in those like, lungs.
1: You're not going to hold your breath while you're being shot to death. Yeah, like, No, that's never going to happen. And apparently that's enough oxygen to get Statham (laughs) out of that water, away from the fire water. Yep, away from the fire water, which wouldn't the water be hot? Oh, so many questions. Again, physics, action movies. eh. Yeah.
0: He kisses him to take his air. (laughs) How is he going to breathe with no air? Um. Yeah, I mean it gets silly here but fun, you know. Silly in like a big fun action movie way where he somehow knows where the cargo containers are and he steals a plane and he flies the plane and jumps out of the plane right onto the cargo container. And he has a big fight scene on the highway. Which it you know feels very like fast movies like it's it's jumping from car and, oh absolutely yeah and kicking people and like holding on
1: to we've also got the car great examples of action movie grip strength which is legendary
0: oh yeah he at one point falls underneath this the semi truck that's holding the shipping container holds himself up by his his hands and feet oh his his ankles drag a little bit but somehow don't get shredded to <laughs> the bone
1: listen I know Statham's ripped but I just don't think. Even he could do that Ugh. without, like, walking away with very bloody feet.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, Statham drives the car with his feet, like, steers it with his feet. He does – they do all kinds of things. Um, it's pretty great. Um, he strangles the bad guy
1: with his feet and still drives the truck. R.I.P. Joshua Jackson, except not really Joshua Jackson. Yeah. And then we have the the big – he drives the cargo truck to safety – and then Daddy gets out and points a gun at him. Yes. Uh,
0: the mob boss Daddy. Yeah. Yeah, he's the only one alive left. He's got a gun on Statham and he's like, this is over. I'm just going to shoot you. And, and he's like, turn around. Statham says, I prefer if you to shot me to my face. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. Uh, and then the daughter is behind him and she shoots her dad. hmm Yeah. Oh, there's also a little moment right before... Which actually gives her enough time. Right before uh, the mob boss shoots Statham, he hears his daughter scream and a gunshot. Yeah. And so Statham believes, oh, or he he makes face as if he believes the daughter's dead. Right. And you see the businessman being, like, momentarily sad about it, but then kind of moving on. That's why I kind of thought he might have just wanted his daughter killed. I don't know. I think he was pragmatic at this point because he said something about her taking over the company. Yeah. I think he's just being pragmatic in the moment of, like, I'm facing you down with a gun. If I show weakness, you might take my gun. Mm -hmm. If I was like, my daughter, you, you know, grab the gun from my hand kind of thing.
1: In any case, she's not dead. She shoots him. Yeah. And then she, the cops arrive and she opens the back of the truck and a little baby walks out because of course it's going to be a baby. Oh, yes. Yeah, and they
0: rescue, you know, 300 people or however many survive. I think it's said 395 survived out of 400 before. Yeah. It's very sad. Um, they rescue all the people and the cops are, like, helping them out. And there was a weird ending song, too. I don't know if you got the
1: song. Yeah, that was a bizarre song. <laughs> the music was – I liked it. It, mm. it was um, interesting, though. There's was, like, some song choices I hadn't heard before. Yeah, I didn't take much note. Was there anything specifically that you were, you were thinking of? Not really, but there were there were certain moments where I was like, oh, I'm going to look this up after the movie ends, like the a, a soundtrack. But that last song was very bizarre. It just, yeah, I don't remember the lyrics, but it was just
0: very on the nose. Yes, yes. like, one man helps 400 men. <laughs> <laughs> a girl escapes the moth. <laughs> it's really, really, too
1: on the nose. It's basically like if Rebecca and I took what we just have said and made it into a musical. Yeah. Or like made it into a song. All right, so... Overall, what did you think about this
0: movie, final thoughts, and uh,
1: your trash can rating? It makes more sense to me now that I'm not rooting for the girl to escape everyone and go live a quiet life in the countryside. Like, narratively, yes, it makes sense now. I still feel the same way where I thought it was not tight enough in some parts. Mm -hmm. And I don't know how you'd fix that. I don't have any clear moments of like, well, I would do this and I would Mm. do that. You know, because from... I'm sure the the screenplay looks super tight. It was it was fine. Yeah, I, I'd say I'm hovering between a two and a three. Mostly because I've given so many like eh, movies a three, but I want to make sure I'm being very clear about my system. I I don't think we can be clear about our <laughs> systems
0: because you have given like John Wick a three.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna give this a two and a half.
0: Okay. What about you? I like it and I liked it more the more we talked through it. Mm-hmm. You know, I um, the parts of it that were confusing. I think there's still like two parts of it, like we were talking about, that didn't make a ton of sense to me. Why she was being kidnapped and her lie that was a little sloppy. Um, but overall, I do I did have a fun, a fun time with this movie. It wasn't as fun as some of these other movies that I've loved. So I think I give it a three.
1: Nice. Yeah. Would you watch the sequels?
0: You know, yeah. There are a lot of sequels. I'm interested in the sequels. What about you?
1: I'd be down to give a few a try, yeah. Yeah. It's always so tricky with series that you haven't heard. I mean, I guess they keep making sequels, so... I haven't heard about like, this movie. Okay. Oh, yeah, I've heard about this movie, but, like, I haven't heard about the sequels so much. But I guess also... We're, with, we're not in that world right? We hear I'm, about the transporter sequels. Right. I was going to say, like, with Fast and Furious, I didn't hear about it until I started watching them. Yeah. So, yeah, I'd be down to try out the sequels.
0: Yeah. Me too. Save them is a great leading man. Oh yeah, I mean we should give a moment to that, and I think uh, the acting all around was really fun.
1: No, I thought he was—I thought he was great in this role, and I'm not really sure if, if it called for any more like any moments of like deep. I no, I agree. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I thought he was really fun mm-hmm. and charismatic, and yeah, he's always fun to see on the screen, which is why we love him so much.
0: Well, but this is like his first big solo action movie, I think.
1: Yeah, and it works. Yeah, you there's... see why he.
0: I can, I can see it i can yeah. see it i think you did a great job on this great so that brings us to the end of transporter um next week we'll be watching boss level um it's a movie made for hulu and it looks really great i'm excited to watch
1: it rebecca found it on a great list of movies all action movies yes yeah. so you can find probably expect more gems from that list
0: yes exactly Um, So that's what we're watching next week. Until then, you know, if you'd like to leave us a review, that would be amazing. Please leave us like a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. And um, in the meantime, if you want to send us compliments or a movie suggestion, you can email that to ladiesgetaction at gmail.com. You can also find us on Instagram at ladiesgetaction. And then Rin, where can people find you? People can find me at Rin
1: Olson on Instagram. That's R-I-N-O-L-S-S-O-N or online at www.renolson.com. Rebecca,
0: where can people find you? You can find me on Instagram at Rebecca Ringley Casting. Until next time,
1: get, get some, some action.
0: action.